Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the 18th chapter of Luke, uh, looking at the scripture that is in between a couple of parables that Jesus gave. And you see that Jesus is uh, quite often just responding to people, their inquiries, what they're saying. Uh, he's uh, responding to situations we saw in the previous episode where um, uh, some people were bringing their babies to Jesus where Jesus could touch them. And his disciples rebuked those folks that, no, don't do that, do that. And Jesus came back and said, no, 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 you have to be like these. You have to be like a child to enter in to the kingdom of God. Well, immediately after that, Luke gives us uh, another account. So Jesus says, uh, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it. That's verse 17 of Luke 18. Here's verse 18. A ruler questioned him, saying, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And so here's a ruler. Here's somebody who has some authority. We're going to find out in a moment. He has some serious resources. He's rich. And he calls Jesus good teacher. And he said, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Uh, we see this account in other gospels too. Was he trying to set Jesus up? Was he sincere? I think when you look at the balance of it, that he was actually sincere. Okay. So he's asking Jesus, what do I do to inherit eternal life? Verse 19. And Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. <laughs> now, that's great. He's looking and he said, why are you calling me good? We know that there is no one who is good except God alone. So the unstated thing that Jesus is implying here is, are you calling me God? Are you, are you making that statement of faith? Okay. And so, and this guy thinks he's going to get a straight up and down. Okay, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Do this, 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 this. Jesus, from the get-go, says, why are you calling me good? Don't you know that only God is good? And if God alone is good, then what are you saying when you call me good? Are you really equating me with God and with being the Savior of mankind? And the man may have been, but we'll see. Verse 20, Jesus continues speaking. You know the commandments. He's speaking to this guy, right? You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother. So this is out of Exodus 20. Jesus is quoting half the Ten Commandments, particularly the half that's in relationship to how you deal with one another. Verse 21, and the rich man, young man said, all these things I have kept from my youth. And Jesus heard this and he said to him, so hang on a second. This guy says, yeah, I've done all that stuff since my youth. I haven't committed adultery. I haven't murdered anybody. I haven't stolen. haven't borne false witness. I've honored my father and my mother. You know, we in our Western church mindset want to go, well, no, that's impossible. You couldn't do that. And then we just want to mumble all over stuff. And Jesus in no way, no way comes back and corrects this guy. He doesn't say, no, 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 you're lying to me. What about that time when you had this thought? No, he doesn't say any of that. The, the guy says, you know, I haven't done these things. All these things I've kept from my youth, from the time when I would have been held accountable for it, I have kept these things. I have sought to do this. 
Jesus didn't question him at all about that. Verse 22, Jesus heard this and he said to him, One thing you still lack. Sell all that you possess and distribute it to the poor, and you shall have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. <coughs> but when he had heard these things, he became very sad, for he was extremely rich. Well, why would he become very sad if he's extremely rich? Because Jesus touched upon another thing out of the uh, uh, commandments, out of the law, covetousness. Wanting what somebody else has, wanting to hang on to what you got. And Jesus looked at him and said, and this is interesting, Jesus looks right at him and says, how hard it is for those who are wealthy to enter the kingdom of God. For it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. So there's all sorts of debate about this. We've all probably heard teachings and heard sermons and all this kind of stuff on this, trying to explain this, that it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. And they explain how the passageway through a certain part of the wall in Jerusalem was called the needle and the camel won't fit through there. And it has to duck down all this. Yeah, yeah. I think Jesus is just speaking in hyperbole. Okay. There may be the elements of that that they could pick up and they could understand. The bottom line is this, that it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Well, why is that? Because the rich man depends upon his resources rather than upon the Most High God. He doesn't say that it's impossible for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven because a rich man enters in the kingdom of heaven just like everybody else does in repentance and confession and humility. And there's nothing evil about being rich. God blesses us. Every one of us is far richer than most of mankind has ever been. Just think about that. And so there's nothing wrong with being rich. There is a lot wrong with how you handle it and what your mindset is. If you're not centered upon God, then you're not going to be able to enter the kingdom of God. Well, this got everybody thinking. They who heard it said, then who can be saved? <laughs> you know, if it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God, then who can be saved? Because, you know, we all have riches or we're all sort of pursuing that. What are you talking about here, Lord? Verse 27. But he said, the things that are impossible with people are possible with God. See, it's impossible with people to enter into the kingdom of heaven dependent upon yourself, upon your flesh, upon your riches, upon your ability and your resources. That's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So Jesus said the things that are impossible with God, with people, are possible with God. Good old Peter speaks next, verse 28. We've got three more verses, so hang on here. Peter says, Behold, we have left our homes and followed you. <laughs> They're here with a gathered of people. They're here with some uh, uh, Jewish leadership. They're here with the people. <laughs> and what is Peter? Hey, 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 hey. We, we left our homes. We, we left, and we're following him. We left, and we followed you. Just to remind you, Lord, that we have left, and we have followed you. Oh, don't you just love Peter? He's so like us. And Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God who will not receive many times as much at this time and in the age to come eternal life. So Jesus is saying, yeah, I know this, Peter, I know, I know you know. And you know what? Those of y'all who have sacrificed, that's not talking about 
abandoning your wife, abandoning your house, abandoning your brothers. A lot of times people do that in the name of the Lord. And, you know, they think they're doing the work of the kingdom of God, but they're not doing the true work that he really calls you to do also, which is taking care of your family and raising your family, et cetera, et cetera. But he says, if you do it for the sake of the kingdom, if you do it, then you will receive many times as much in this age, in this lifetime, and also in the age to come, the age of eternal life. So he's saying, Peter, yes, I know you left. Peter, I know you're following me. And you know what? You're going to receive more. But, you know, you need to calm down, Peter. <laughs> okay? Yes, we know. We know. You're going to get a reward in this age and the one to come, Peter. Don't worry. Don't fret. Don't you love how the Lord's calm with him when, you know, our reactions sort of want to slap him and say, what, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> Be quiet. You know? But anyway, know this, okay, that with God, nothing's impossible. Seek him, seek him first, and watch what he does. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.